Welcome into the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Harrison and I are going to be kicking off our player review series with Costas Atenacumpo. Honestly, not much to talk about in regards to Costas. Uh, so Harrison and I basically spend the whole thing laughing. We, we just have a really good time with this one uh, to get you guys going on this series. And we will see where it heads over the course of the entirety of this series. So without further ado... I'm going to throw to the conversation that Harrison and I had about Costas Atendacumpo. Can you compose yourself? <laughs> All right, we're going to review Costa Sectana Combo um, on, on this latest. No, we got to start over. I can't. Yeah, you can start this over. You're just going to cut. You're going to cut the beginning off, right? Or do you want me to start new recordings? Which this should be an outtake. <clears throat> yeah. Anthony laughs at his dog getting kicked by a deer for two solid minutes. It's been one. All right. I'm crying. All right. Three, two, one. All right. So for the first edition of our series preview, review uh, on the players from last year's Lakers team, the first player that we are going to review is Costas Atenacumpo and the season that he essentially didn't have. Like, let's be honest. He didn't really do much for the Lakers. Uh, not just in terms of on-court, but off-court. Lakers don't have Giannis on their team, and Dennis Schroeder is still holding their feet to the fire on a, on a $120 million contract. So way to go, Costas. Didn't really do much while also uh, stopping the Lakers from having somebody who, who might have helped the Lakers find a, a more productive two-way player. Uh, Harrison, you wrote the write-up on him. What was your focus on this one? Yeah, so, I mean, my focus for this was mostly just, you know, trying to be kind to someone, like, be a little bit empathetic to someone who clearly is not an NBA player and kind of, through no fault of their own, was born the brother of a two-time MVP as someone who has much more successful brothers. I can relate to this dynamic, although I have not been given a contract by one of my that's brothers. That's what I was going like, to say. That's, that's, rivals. that's the different. <laughs> yeah. Although it would be funny if, like, I don't know, like, accounting firms or something like that started, like, started, like, recruiting me to be in their comms to, like, get one of my, like, my, I don't know if my brothers are that big of stars, but they're certainly financially more successful than I am. Um, and 
So I, I would I, I chose the path of entertainment and doing these podcasts for all of you. So I'm really I'm really a hero here, more so than Costas, yeah. who had one job, Anthony. He had one job to tamper <laughs> with Giannis and to get Dennis to be like, oh, it's so great here. I want to sign for like sixty million dollars over four years. I just want to give a discount because I love LA so much, and mm-hmm. then make room for Giannis to come as the third star. Did not succeed in that. I also just kind of. Going through his stats, uh, Anthony, he has played 87 minutes total over three years oh. on two-way contracts. Not this year, total in his entire career has played 87 minutes in three years. Three years. <laughs> That's insane. That's yeah. unbelievable. Anthony, uh, no. do you want to know do you want to know another interesting stat? Uh he had, sure. he had I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you because I bothered yeah, I to look it up. Yeah, he had 11 turnovers and eight fouls total this year over his over his playing time. Uh, he had, that is almost as many turnovers 11 as he had total points, which was 12. Oh my god! Not even field goals, points. Like, yeah. <laughs> not not even made. He shots. went three for ten. He went three for ten from the field this year. <laughs> That's like a typical Andre Drummond game. You know? Oh my God! Yeah, he just <laughs> he squeezed it in over the course of a whole season. I'm sure you'll get to give your thoughts on Drummond later in this series, but yeah, uh, like no, I mean he's just he's not an NBA player in all seriousness, and that's not like entirely his fault. So it does seem like he is most likely on his way out. I d- I have appreciated that because he is an Adeta Kumbo br- brother, he is uh, like getting multiple reports on his free agency, and they're treating him like greases, like Kawhi Leonard. It's like, oh, he's going to wait till national teams or team stuff is over to decide. Oh, no, wait, he's actually signed with Olympiacos. Oh, no, wait. Like, but either way, the fact that these are the rumors that we are getting about him, and maybe there will be some official news about him signing somewhere by the time that we drop this, but the fact that there's like a feeding frenzy among Greek professional league teams to sign this guy makes me feel pretty comfortable that he is not coming back to the NBA and that the Lakers are not going to bother to extend the qualifying offer to make him a restricted free agent or any of these things. And he, he is not eligible for another two-way contract. So don't worry. Like there's, and Giannis signed long-term. So that was never going to happen anyway, but he he literally could not take another two-way contract because he's played on them for three years. He has three years of NBA service. So, a team would have to sign him to a full guaranteed roster spot if they wanted him, which I feel comfortable saying is not happening. Yeah, it's tough with him. Uh, Thanos actually has shown some something close to an NBA skill. Thanosis? No? Thanosis? Thanosis? What did I, I say? Thanosis? Thanosis. You said like Thanosis. Like he's, <laughs> Thanosis. He's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Thanasis, and I, I, I don't mean to jest at, at these guys' names. Like it's, it's wrong for people who do that. But, but for, for the, the in the case of of Costas, he's in this really tough spot because what position does he play? Like, like what, what position is he? Is he best suited to play? It, 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 other than tampering, I, like, I don't know if the Lakers know that. To be honest, you think, like in the NBA, like on position- his, on his, like. Like so, so in baseball cards or in basketball cards, right? They'll they'll write like SG slash SF for a wing, yeah. basically, or or C for center and all that. Uh, do you think it's do you think it's T for tamperer? Like, do you think that's do you think that's his position? Do you think? I mean, it probably his- says T, but it's for two way player. But yeah, I could see there's like maybe like a double entendre T-W? there. Uh, like, yeah, there's 
Yeah. I, I mean, we know that we know that NBA players either think extremely highly of Kostas or do not uh, pay very much attention to their all-star ballots or both because he got like the third most <laughs> all-star votes of any Laker this season. So, I mean, the players may know where he is on the drop-down menu just because like they accidentally clicked his name instead of Giannis, I think, in multiple cases. But yeah, as far as what position he is listed under, I don't know. And the fact that he's only gotten 87 minutes under three... Uh, Two different coaching staff. Three. No, two. Two different coaching well, staffs. Technically one in, three. One Lakers. Because one is one with the Lakers. Maybe two with the Lakers, right? No, just just one with the just Lakers one, because it was Frank just Vogel? Frank Vogel. He, yeah, okay, he's only then, been here then, the last two years. And then the one year in uh, under Rick Carlisle in Dallas where he played, like I think, like less than 10 minutes total. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just the fact that he's getting so little playing time, I, I don't know that any NBA team knows what position he really would be. I think, to be honest, his position is not in the NBA, and that, that's fine. Yeah. There's, I have right, it's not an insult to say somebody that, isn't – it's not an insult yeah. to say he's not an NBA player. Like, the, it – it sounds like one because we're talking about other NBA players, but to say, hey, you are not one of the best 150 or whatever, however many yeah. NBA players there are, like you are not a top 150 basketball player in the world. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, that's not, I think it's, it's closer to 400 ish, but yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'm not very good at math, but, but anywho, I like that. I just, I just think for, for the case of, of Costas, it's, it's somebody who, had opportunities that probably wouldn't uh, go to another player of his skill set um, and skill level. And he, he had those opportunities be- because of who his brother is. And it's not even that he didn't make the most of them. He just wasn't ready for them. He's not a, he's not, he's not, I don't see him even becoming an NBA player. Like he's just, yeah. He's like, just I mean, you right could now. not to, not to like, you know, you you could take a guy, anyone, whether they're uh, they're Giannis's brother or not, and if they're not an NBA player, like I mean, they can work with Phil Handy, they can work with all these guys all they want, and they can squeeze the absolute most out of their talent. But that level of talent just may not be an NBA right. player. You know, it's just mm-hmm. that is reality for some guys that you, yeah, you're just not among the best 500 basketball players in the world. You're still uh, talented enough to go make a living over in Greece, and like that's totally to be respected. Like you know, they're mm-hmm. Cal. State Fullerton, great. Kyle Allman was playing over in Greece. And like, I, I'm so proud to see like an alumni succeeding over there and won a title. Um, and so like, these are real pro teams. Like, you know, if you go play in China, you go play in Europe and Greece, like Spain, wherever, like there's, that's still really high level basketball. And something Great to lifestyles of. too. And he won a title. So if the Bucks win a yeah. title this year, then, you know, Kostas gets to say that he taught Giannis how to win. And really, <laughs> as a younger brother, and what Thanasis. better honor could there possibly be? Yeah, and, and Thanasis. Yeah, I, I, I remember back when I was taking basketball as seriously as I ever did, I was looking at, at like some of the lifestyles that you can live while playing in Europe. And some of it, and it's, we're not even talking about like the highest of levels. There's some like mid-level pro teams that treat you extremely well. And I would have loved it. I just, you know, am me. And I, it wasn't really an opportunity. Yeah. You could have uh, trained with Phil Handy all you wanted and just would not have right. been at that level. Yeah. I will never be among the 5 million best basketball players in Southern California. Oh, don't sell yourself short. I, I think 5 million, you could maybe make the cut. Maybe. <laughs> See, 5 million, anybody? maybe. I, I think there's, there's an argument to be made. Remember, remember when they had like the, the top 100 
Cal State Fullerton alumni thing, and we were trying to figure out what where we would rank on the list. We were like, we were we're definitely top one thousand, right? Like we're we're. we're <laughs> I don't know, honestly. Like I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> We're definitely top 1,000 basketball entertainers, bloggers, yes. you know, media people. We're we're top 1,000 in that of Cal State Fullerton, like, alumni. And so one I think- through 999 is Mark Stein. Like, yeah. Like, Mark Stein of ESPN, Mark Stein of the New York Times. Yeah, they Mark just, Stein. it's like Kobe number eight and number 24. <laughs> they just rank Mark in every place he is, and that's, like, the entire, like, top 30. Yeah, every single thing he's written that is better than anything I'll ever write is just, <laughs> just one every through single piece. Every podcast he's ever participated in. And then you have us. <laughs> and then we're there. Yeah. Thank you for the honor, Cal State Fullerton. Uh, but yeah, I, I think the, the the only like serious question, because the, as you guys can tell, like we're, we're ruining Costa uh, Satinacompo's season. And for most basketball players that we're going to discuss, except for the next player in this series, um, we are asking like if this is somebody that the Lakers want to bring back or you would want the Lakers to bring back. And in this case, this is very clearly a no on both sides. Like I don't, <laughs> the Lakers aren't very interested and, and Kosas probably wants to go somewhere we could play. Like, I, I mean, look, he, he gets to did go not back even home. stay with the Lakers for the playoff run. Uh, and now yeah. they said that that was a personal matter, but I, I am pretty sure that the personal matter was just prepping to play for the Greek team because mm-hmm. like he was pretty much immediately playing for their Olympics. So I think they knew like he's not going to play in the playoffs. Just let him go, you know, uh, start his next thing. Yeah. Uh, the only serious or semi-serious question I have regarding uh, Atentacompo is, is whether – you think keeping him on the Lakers uh, cost them the opportunity to have a more productive two-way player? And if so, like, is that a mistake or is it one that you, you, you take that gamble given what the potential payoff might have been? Yeah, so you hit on it. I, I mean, could they have gotten someone that was a more productive two-way player? Given what Costas gave them, yes. almost certainly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think... yes. Yeah, I I don't think that there's much doubt that they very much could have had a possibly more productive player than what they got out of Costas this year. But that said, you know, look, Lakers fans know as well as anyone, you can find NBA players on two-way deals. Look at Alex Caruso and what he turned into. And like, there is something to be said for trusting your scouting department, especially this vaunted Lakers scouting department, taking a flyer on one of these fringe guys and kind of trusting that maybe in your developmental system, they can figure something out or that you found a diamond in the rough that no one else has found. We saw them do it with Caruso, but we've also seen plenty of other two-way guys come through that were not you know, up to NBA caliber. And that's kind of how he goes. For example, he's not a two-way player. Show some respect. He was making 30 million this year, Anthony. Um, (laughs) Like, I mean, look, just this year, the Warriors, Juan Toscano Anderson, ended up becoming a great role player for them. They saw a great story. They signed him to a multi-year deal. That stuff happens. Caruso's going to get a nice payday this summer, you know, Mm -hmm. after getting his first NBA payday two years ago. So, you know, you do find these guys on two-way deals that can contribute, but it's so rare that I, like, honestly, I can't criticize the Lakers too much for this because if you think there's any chance that Costas just being like, yeah, the Lakers are pretty sweet, is going to get Giannis to not sign that extension and potentially sign there, or if you think that that's good for your relationship with Dennis Schroeder's agent, and maybe he'll cut you a deal in free agency. Neither of those things appear to have worked out, 
But mm-hmm. I understand the thought process, and I, I will defend them that it was worth a shot. And, you know, maybe on this next one, you know, either they're going to go with a prospect, or maybe we can figure out what other superstar sibling they can, like, tamper with. Yeah, I, I think I think that's basically the, the crux of the issue here is it, it is the production that you get from a two-way player more important than the possibility of signing one, you know, Giannis of all players or being able to keep Dennis Schroeder and, and be on good terms with his agent heading into negotiations. Now, same agent as Giannis, by the way. Right, right. That's why that's all, why we're mentioning yeah. that's why that's why we're mentioning um Schroeder is 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 because of that uh dynamic there. That said, I think the the only retort I would have to offer is that in this season, given how ridiculous the return was and and how quickly everybody was back in action and all of that, like given how insane that was, having a player who could step in in case of emergency in case of injuries, uh, and and be more productive than than Kosas has been the last three years. This isn't like somebody that they took a swing on in year one, right? This is somebody who has been in the NBA for, for two, two years, years with years the Lakers, before. to be fair. Right, right. But still, but you've had him in if that that makes it yeah. even worse. Like you've seen him in your in your organization and you decided last year he couldn't help you. And so you bring him back in a year that you know you're gonna be facing injuries. You know you're going to be you're you're going to be stretched incredibly thin because of the circumstances that this season is being played in. Like that's the only where that's the only place that I would say like, man, <laughs> like I, I it it might have been it might have been a little smarter at least in 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 if it isn't uh, Costas but at least in like Kaycox, uh spot like have somebody who you're comfortable stepping in and being able to help more than either of those guys are were able to because this isn't. This isn't Costa specific. Kaycock barely did anything for the Lakers this year either. Yeah, and look, I think they were a little more confident that Kaycock could potentially make an impact. I think he got those opportunities and didn't necessarily like maybe make the impact that they were probably hoping for from him. But I think that like in his case, I do feel like they were more confident that he could maybe do something than they were in Kostas. Yeah. Which again, low bar. But I, I do think that mm-hmm. like I mean that's again, that's a guy who they took a shot on. You know, they were hoping mm-hmm. he would pan out and maybe he'll be back, maybe he won't. He still could sign one more two way contract legally under the seat or actually. Actually, it might you might not be able to sign more than two with one team. I'd have to double check on that, and you guys should before you do the uh, Devonte show. But mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, yeah, it's it, it, would it have been nice for them to have a two way guy that's able to step in? But there's also a reason a lot of these guys are on two way contracts. It's pretty rare that you find a Toscano Anderson or a Caruso or yeah. any of these other two way guys that have been able to make an impact. So again, it, it's hard for me to fault them too much for giving it a shot to go the tamper route. But yeah, I mean, maybe next year they should prioritize depth a little bit more considering that you're probably going to have an older team again I doubt that the Lakers are going to get a whole lot younger so you want someone that can maybe step in and play some spot minutes if you're resting LeBron or AD for a game or something yep that's basically the only the only serious point I have to offer on this I I, I more I, thoroughly enjoy laughing at, at the just the general way that that season went for him I'm sorry yes I, it sounds cruel but, but like this is mostly uh, almost 75% tongue in cheek 
this this episode? Yeah, or this I mean, review? look, we we have to we have to review everyone. He was a Laker. He will always be a Lakers champion. That is worthy yeah. and deserving of respect. He helped get this team ready in practice. You're gonna I, that is not a joke. I mean it. Like these guys, they play in practice. They serve as practice they bodies. They contribute ten times this year. Well, I mean, they they pro- <laughs> two way guys probably show. I'm talking about the championship year, Anthony. They practice a little more than that. Okay, but okay. fair point. Your point is taken. The only thing that I want to wrap up on is yeah. okay. So you know, they potentially they're going to have at least one. They potentially have two two way slots. But I think at least one of these you almost have to use as the Costas Memorial like tamper slot. And so I was trying to think of like who could they sign you know, that they're going to try and tamper with guys. And I was looking this up and, you know, there was this report that Zion Williamson's family wants him out of New Orleans and stuff like that. Zion Williamson has an approximately, (laughs) I think like eight-year-old brother. So if the Lakers could sign him to a two-way contract, I'm not sure. Again, I think they'd have to like do some, like Rob could probably get someone to fake a birth certificate. That's instead of like, I am 12, it's like, I am 20 you know, for like yeah. this eight-year-old. And then you just, mm-hmm. you have him hang out with like, I don't know, Taylor or whatever, you know, you show him a good time. And then he convinces Zion like, hey, come play with me on the Lakers. I, I think this is the way to go. I was trying to figure out if Luca has siblings that they could sign. Like they need to sign one of these, if nothing else, just to troll another fan base and continue to serve as a Lakers jersey swap antagonist. You know what I mean? Like let's well, just sign think- someone's woefully out of their depth brother to you know, to continue to tamper with other stars. Well, why not just go straight to the source and, 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 uh, and sign the uncle who wanted Zion out of like, is it an, an uncle? Like, okay. I just I'm saw pretty family. Sure it's an uncle. No, I think okay. it's, I'm pretty sure Maybe, it's an uncle. Look, who Kawhi's like, a free agent this summer. Sign uncle Dennis to your two way yes. slot. Right. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to pay him <laughs> under the table anymore. This is the way to go. This is how the you Lakers do it have plenty board. of time to recover. They aren't going to need both their two way guys to be productive. Yeah, and then you you bring up Uncle Dennis for the maximum amount of appearances just to give him, like, that full, like, almost uh-huh. NBA check year of service. And then, like, you know, that kind of, you know, Access maybe to the team plane. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he'd be on the team plane. He'd be a member right. of the team. Uh-huh. Can you imagine how funny that would be? Just, like, this, like, 60-year-old guy in, like, Lakers warm-up sweats on the bench. If you guys think I'm not clipping this, like, this is actually happening. This is going to oh, be yeah, how yeah. I played the I've absolutely decided this is the best possible use for the next two-way slot. <laughs> Uncle Dennis, yeah. come to LA. Somebody get the jersey swap started. <laughs> this would be even more funny if Kawhi signs a one-and-one. One. <laughs> he, <laughs> he signs a one-and-one one one one. One with the Clippers, and then, yeah. we, and then <laughs> the Lakers sign Uncle Dennis to a two-way slot. Exactly. This is what they have to Rob, make it happen. I, I honestly, if you need more good ideas for this, I'm available for front office consulting if you would like to hire me. These are I, I can come up with ideas like then this you might make the as other much 29 as your teams all day. Then, then you might <laughs> And we come circle. All right. That's gonna do it for our player review slash preview of Costas Atenacompo. Best of luck out there in Greece. Uh, and and whatever team wants to try to tamper with Giannis next, uh, and and we'll see how things go for for moving forward in, in his career. He's still relatively young. There's still one more Atenacumpo brother who's supposedly Alex. who who's coming up. So uh, I don't think we've seen the last of of Kostas in the NBA, probably with the Lakers, but 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 I don't think we've seen the last of him in, in general in the NBA. We might even see him in the summer for summer. We'll see. We'll see. All right. 